It's Timmy. It's Timmy. He's a little Timmy. knife baker with a lot to learn. <laughs> oh, I love Timmy. I love Timmy time. <laughs> Why is it loud? You still got. Knife maker. Jimmy, what's going on? Artisan Supplies. Knife Making Down Under Podcast. Oh, <laughs> how are we all tonight? That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we've that's... screwed around with you. Timmy's not coming on yet, at least. <laughs> we were just having a little conversation prior to the start of the of the podcast in one of our little Facebook groups. Uh, we were bagging out Timmy, and Mert put the uh, the Timmy time video on, and I was just no. saying to Mert for for the last two days. I've had that fucking song in my head nonstop while I've been in my workshop. You got to tell the you... story. You got to you got to tell the whole story. <laughs> the whole story was well, <laughs> since Tim is an admin of the page, and most likely him let a Pakimaskus guy slip by, and we were giving crap to Timmy. <laughs> and True. we were saying Timmy, you suck. Timmy, you're so bad. And then he was saying, I'm so useful in the company and all that. And then. I posted the videos and yes, you're useful like this. Yes. And we all had a laugh until half an hour later. I was walking around with a paint roller. It's Timmy. It's Timmy. He's a little knife maker with a lot to learn. And I thought that was bad as I'm sitting there going, fuck you, Mert. And then today as well, in the quiet of my workshop, it just popped in and I'm like, no, <laughs> we have an outro. What the fuck happened to that? Timmy oh. never edited it. Timmy, he's such a slack ass. Yeah, oh. I think after he did the first one, and we we've probably abused it. He's probably yep. feeling abused. We like it so that. much. Anyway, never mind. We've got a few people. How are we all tonight? What's happening in in the world out there? Oh, Kev's gone. Great. Here we go. Yeah. The internet issues start. Pro- We're not even freaking a minute in. And this time oh, it's okay. not me. It's not me. No, no. Yeah. It's still going, isn't it? Yeah. We, we've just been discussing off air also our um, internet connections and stuff. I'm just broadcasting from my workshop tonight because I had my reverse cycle air conditioner installed today. And I just want to sit here and bask in the 23 degrees that's pumping out. And I tell you what, I'm going to have to turn the frigging thing down. Yeah, I'm going to have to turn it down because it's getting a little bit too warm in here. Telling you, if you don't have, as a knife maker, if you don't have solar panels on the roof and an air conditioner in the workshop, you're not living the dream. I'll tell it's you. It's got to do it. Well, I'm in, the, I'm, in, I'm in the garage. You might see my wife coming in to take laundry and all that. So, but I got a good connection. <laughs> Yeah, yes. well, that's that's definitely an improvement because yeah. last so week, my, shit. Yeah, yeah there's, there's my connection. Here. Yeah, nice. Yeah, there's, old, there's, old uh, uh, Jeff Fader style. 
Oh, there's his drinks on the car too. <laughs> <laughs> Drink and driving, Matt. That's no good. <laughs> no. Oh, guys, it's been a long time, man. It's been three weeks since we've done this. I know. I know. I, know. I can't even remember what I've done in three weeks. I it's don't have any clue. It doesn't seem like that long ago, but it also seems like half a lifetime ago for me anyway. So, Kev, I, uh, you, you tell us your story. Yeah, you've been uh, been out uh, travelling all over the countryside, eh? Well, yeah, mate, yeah, that's the case. Um, well, a big part of that, I have to say, a big part of that is um, came to the realisation that uh, I had dismissed the signs of the black dog visiting for a fair while now, um, and I was just ignoring ignoring things until it came to boiling point pretty much. Um, and I had a couple of um, pretty much point-blank conversations with people that matter in my life, and they, they pointed out that I'd turned into a bit of a cranky bastard again. And in hindsight, I have been probably a cranky bastard for a long time. It's, a, it's just a, it's a way that I go about dealing with shit when I don't want to deal with it. Um, so I disappeared for a little while. The trip was already planned, but I tell you what, it fucking coincided with fucking the best time. Um, I went up to Lightning Ridge and the surrounding opal fields up that way and just had a really good chance to fucking clear my head. And I got away from this horrible thing that we've been discussing called the internet. I had no internet up there for like 13, 14 hours a day while I was out digging in dirt. And I realized how little I. Oh, you got to How little internet. Yeah, here we go. Speaking of internet, yeah, it's probably mine. Um, but I just got away from it, you know. I had no access to the phone, I had no access to anything. And when I got back to the place where I had that access and I looked at stuff, I, I just didn't fucking want to, you know. So um, the cool thing is Lightning Ridge is a lovely town. We had 25-degree days, beautiful blue skies, the bluest skies I've ever seen, actually. There's there nothing comparable to it. The town up there, the people are just so friendly. Um, I met some of the guys off uh, the Outback Opal Hunters, which is one of the reasons why I went up there in the first place. <laughs> I love the idea of bossing and gold mining and all that shit. Treasure hunting is a little thing in the in the in the back of the mind. Um, so we met some of those guys and it was funny to meet them because they just loved having a chat to us, which was good. Um, went out and spent a good fucking eight hours a day digging in dirt for nothing really, but just to have fun. And it was it was good fun. Uh, the countryside was amazing. Saw friggin' emus out in the wild. I've never seen so many um, birds of prey like eagles and hawks and stuff. Um, then, no, apparently got to go a little bit further. Uh, when you get near one of the areas, you got to go a little bit further southeast, southwest, sorry, to get to all the Gigi. So there was no real Gigi or anything up there. But, man, like I said, what a fucking cool town to go to for a bit of a break. You know, it, it's... Not backwards by any means, but it's it's New South Wales country town. Not in the desert, like a lot of people assumed Lightning Ridge was in the desert. It's just scrubland and bushland, which is pretty awesome. 
But um, we went at the Grawan Opal Fields and, uh, you know, there's a big shift, I think, between the thinking of the Lightning Ridge people and the Grawan Opal Fields people. But this is, this is said in the nicest of ways. You know, the Mad Max movie where they blow up the bloody refinery and oh, Cookie and all the guys get in the bus and drive off? I think they settled in the Grawan Opal Fields. Like driving through there was just fucking crazy. You've got like mine shafts literally two feet from the roadway with barbed wire around them. People living in everything from like pretty much shitty lean tos to reasonable colour bond and brick houses. But man, what a what a fucking place to be. Amazing. Just the shit to see was unreal. So yeah, I've got a way so just just um just for our uh our american listeners because australia's a pretty big place right yes how far is it from there to say the nearest couple of hundred thousand people city oh well, oh, well uh i think dubbo is the closest which is about five hours away and dubbo probably yeah a couple of hundred thousand maybe i'm looking at it, um, it was it was a thousand nine hundred and fifty kilometers no, Dubbo's only got 35,000, Kev. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Sydney. <laughs> Sydney or yeah. Canberra, nine and a half hours from where I live. Yeah, up, it'd be eight from Sydney yeah, or something. Yeah. 950 kilometres northwest through some amazing countryside. Uh, man, like, I, I loved it. I just thought it was fantastic. I want to go back already. Um, but, you know... Like I said, for me, it was a pre-planned trip already, but it happened to coincide with the point in time that I needed it to, to get away. And I don't know if anyone's noticed, but I've been on Facebook a lot less. I haven't really made much to put on my Instagram. I, I, I'm refreshed. I'm revived. I'm enthused again. And even uh, even even Matt Snape's on being nice to you, Kev, after you ripped him in your arsehole last time. Well, yeah. See, when I had Jamie here, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. When I had Jamie here, I did that to a couple of people, and I apologise. I do. I, I humbly apologise. I had no idea where I was in my headspace. No, it, it happens, to, it happens yeah. to the best of us. Oh, yeah, and, you know, I feel bad. I, I let the ball slip on a lot of things, really, and I'm, I'm trying to make amends where I can, but you know, especially to the guys out there, if shit's hitting the fan or things are getting you down, you know, reach out. Don't ignore it. Reach out. I've I've had a history with, you know, my, my chronic back condition and stuff where I just get used to just putting a smiley face on, trying to put a smiley face on and hiding it. But, um, you know, old habits are hard to break. That's, that's what happens. But, you know, I've got a good network of people that I've reached out to and I've had some, you know, really humbling conversations with people which is awesome um i hope i haven't burnt bridges really but i you know probably the last six months are all a little bit of a haze a bad black dark haze um well just for, the, just for the i've been talking just, to people just for the record people kev, professionals I, I, <laughs> just for the record kev i think it's just because you're an asshole but that's okay no, yeah, that's no. all right. Don't judge me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, no, that's uh, fine. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Smith says, 
uh, Australia is almost the size as the lower 48 states in the USA. And um, and to put that in perspective, we have the population of Florida. So there isn't an awful fucking lot there. Um, but anyway, uh, Matt, Nate, all good, Kev. We love you, mate. There you go. We've oh, all kissed and made up. Love it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I do appreciate everyone on here. I do. I really do. Um, so, yeah, I'll look, I'm back into the swing of things. I've been continuing with the workshop thing which is now it's it's escalated it really has <laughs> i said things like nah i'm not going to paint the walls and in the last two days i've painted every wall in my workshop i'm like nah i'm not going to do that and i've i've done stuff uh you know it's just i gotta stop I, so i can get back to knife making <laughs> i i did it in mine and it and i've never really regretted it either because um it just makes it makes it so much more light, and it's a good workspace. And if you want to do good oh, work, yeah. you need a good yeah. space. Well, well, yeah. if you want to do good work and you're not Peter Del Rasso, you need a good space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, I was doing some I was doing some forging this morning because it's a nice, cold, well, cool day here. Uh, and man, the new forge room's awesome. I just I was just in there, really enjoying it. Um, and then I came out today, like I said, I had the guys here, or well, one of the guys here doing the install of my aircon, so I didn't want to be grinding knives over the top of him doing stuff. So I set up a dust extraction for the for the wood side of the, the grinding. Oh, Jamie, the AC is awesome, man. Like, And the guys were so stoked with the power being right where it was. Everything just worked out, man. Thank you so much. Um, we put in a mammoth couple of days, you and I, to get that sort of shit sorted. They, no, I got. They, I got to they, say, they just went straight across to the to the circuit board. They knew where where everything was. It's just unreal, and, so, and it's too bloody warm in here. I got to go and turn it down. Jamie, oh, Jamie has done so much for the Australian <laughs> knife knife making community, uh, and I know all three of us uh, would have uh, different situations in our shed if it wasn't for Jamie. And I know there's a lot of people that that. Uh, Owe the same debt of gratitude. So, Jamie, was just a bit of a shout out to say uh, thanks very much for everything you do, mate. And I hope, um, well, we made a barrel knife together, and I've never finished a barrel knife with anyone that's ever come down to make one together. So, <laughs> I don't even know where mine is now. I had a without look for it the Jamie, other day and I've lost it. Guys, guys, <laughs> without Jamie, I wouldn't have my my table for the Blade Show 2019 or 18, whichever the fuck that was. But yeah, without Jamie. Because my electric system shit itself just before the week of the show. And I was like, Jamie. <laughs> he came in and he fixed the shit. And, oh, Adam, Adam Solari. Adam Solari wants to see your lights, Kev. Is that the, uh, is that me... the code word for tits? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, let me see if I can... Uh, what have I got plugged in where? Now, that's the thing. Let me move my phone over there. I'll grab Mr. Microphone and everything else. Let's go for a walk. Oop, hang on. About to knock the fucking painting over. All right. Um, my new door to the, to the forge area. I, I won't reveal everything just yet. Oops, might have just done that. <laughs> so this is, this is the... The forge area in here, and then these are the new lights. Hey, Kev, Kev, all we can see Which, is your head spinning around. Sorry, you need to give us a look. So they're the lights. 
they are and pretty they are good. Seriously, there's two in here, and it's uh, there's three settings you can put them on for the brightness, for the color, and I've got them on the brightest, and I'm probably going to have to actually adjust that down because when I was forging today, I just felt like a complete numpty because I'm used to forging in darker space, um, light-wise. It might. Got a fucking barn door. So I need to do a big shout out for most of the stuff that I've had help with here, um, non electrical, uh, to Brad Heathcote, Beer Rad, as we call him. Uh, Beer Rad's a dead set legend. Uh, come around, show me a whole heap of stuff to do in the workshop, build my confidence up. Now, building shit and dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Very good. So that was the lights. They're fucking amazing. I love them. Uh, they are awesome. Have you lost weight, Kev? I have. That's from Stan been, Stanley. Yeah, I have actually. I've been looking. I've been. I've started looking after myself, mate. I was on a bit of a fucking uh, binge of everything, and now I'm, I'm fitting my pants better. I actually need a belt rather than sucking my gut in to do the button-up, which I, is um, it's kind of a funny feeling, really. I, I know you didn't ask me, Stan Stanley, but, yes, I have lost 10 kilos since I quit drinking. <laughs> Hi again, V. Thanks yeah. for asking. Hey, I've got to go back for a second. <laughs> let, let me go back here for a second because I do have to point out something else that's particularly fucking awesome in my fucking workshop. Uh, there we go. Look at that forge. That's that's the moose moosehead forge, double burner. Oh, fucking got to get this laptop working all right. That's his brand. Did you realize that like, that's his company, Kev's Forge? Uh, oh, on the top of it, oh, it's burnt off a little bit now, but. You can't really see it, but Les actually put my logo on there, and it's kind of now a, you know, te temper-coloured thing on there. But this thing's a beast with the dual burners. It's overkill. Uh, I've got everything dual inline gas cylinders going. I just didn't want to fuck around with it. So that's pretty fucking cool. They're not the small burners, are they? You got the two large burners? <laughs> two large ones. Yeah. Sorry, Jay. They, they are large ones. Sorry, man. They look like <laughs> the large ones. Yeah, they're the large ones. <laughs> Stan Stanley's got a bone to pick with me anytime you like, mate. Um, if it's personal, take it up with me on Facebook or give me a call tomorrow or whatever. Or um, best, leave a Facebook review. Leave a Facebook review on your page. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you settle up? Did that guy leave a review for you, Mert? No, no. I wish he did. did I, I, wish, miss, I, wish oh, I, I missed the epic rant last week, did I? Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you did, man. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's the only thing I wish I was online for. But, but you know what? You know what? So I, I posted something not long ago. It, this, was a, this shit was a blessing in disguise. Because without it, I would have been complacent and just kept continuing with fucking PayPal. And I realized I was paying close to $100, $150 to fucking PayPal every week. And without this, I would never have pulled my finger. I would have never 
made an attempt to change it. And when this shit happened, then I was like, yes, I have to change something right now. And then I did. Saying that, I got some people saying that uh, Stripe canceled the membership of some of the guys. Look, I'm a kitchen knife. If you're making hunting knives or pocket knives, there's a chance what you're making might be considered as weapons. It's stupid, don't ask, but they might cancel it. But since I only make kitchen knives, I think I may be good because there are a few yeah. other makers. They've been using Stripe as a, just a kitchen knives and they're in Australia and they're good. But if you're making anything other than cooking knives, they might classify that as a weapon. So with, with, with me changing the platforms, first week was hectic. I didn't know what to do. I, I was like, improvement, oh. uh, can you hear him, Kev? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that I'm not going to be able to get payments. I'm losing money and all that. But you know what? At the end, I use TransferWise, I use Stripe, I use Square, and it was fine. So all the fellow makers out there who think PayPal is the way to go, stop because you got zero protection. If you go to a knife show, somebody buys a knife off you and they say, hey, I want to buy PayPal. I'm like, yeah. And you're not suspecting it. And you're just saying, yeah, that's fine. You let the guy pay by uh, PayPal, and next thing you might see is somebody might file a complaint that they never received the goods because there's no way you can prove there was a tracking. Okay, so you're doing good intentions with, with good intentions, you're letting the customer pay with the PayPal, but there's a chance they might file a comp, there's a chance they might file a dispute because there's no way they can you can prove there's a tracking. So there's so many loopholes and a lot of the scammers found it out. All I want to say is just fucking clear the steer away from PayPal. Like imagine PayPal being the drink cup you found on the street right next to a fucking method. Okay. It's yellow. It might be a beer. It might be a beer. There's a chance it might be a beer. You want to go for it. But most likely it's fucking beer. Okay. Stay the fuck away. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough too. Hey, uh, Bear Knives wants to know about wiring colours on Paragon Kilns. Bear, um, mate, it, uh, uh, on the KM24s, you'll find there's a green, a green, a white and a black wire. You obviously need to get your electrician to do it, but you just need to tell him that, um, you just need to tell your electrician that in America, black is the active where it would be neutral in Australia. Fairly sure that's right. Whatever it is in Australia, it's the other one in America and white is then the other one. And green is still the earth. Uh, so, yeah. But the KM24, oh, it's a double barrel. Yeah, right. That's a big amperage kiln. Sorry, I was going to say it um, doesn't have, Anyway, never mind. That's enough. And Riley says, Kev uses Stripe also. There you go. I do, yes. Particularly on the website. And it's a good, oh, good thank, service. By the way, thanks for Riley to set up my web shop with all of that stuff. You're a legend, man. Thanks. Yeah, there's another guy that puts his time in. So, yeah, Riley's um, done a few years as secretary. So, yeah. And Jamie says that's correct with my wiring. So, yeah, there you go. Jamie is actually an electrician. So, And you can call on yeah. him. Come. Believe Jamie. <laughs> Guys, I, was about, I was about to do a bitching session about the shit week that I had and how my body was breaking and all the tax bill I had. But, you know, something I saw something popped out on my Facebook and I just want to talk about that. I don't want to, I don't want to sound negative. I don't want to sound be bitching and all that, but, but you, you guys, 
No, I'm not going to. I just want to talk about the Facebook no. notification I got about the possibility of the fucking Sydney Knife Show 2021. How about that? How about that? How about that? I've already already registered. I've already paid. I'm fucking on it. (laughs) I don't think I am. I'm I'm broke as fuck, but Sydney Knife Show 2021. (laughs) August. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's on. Kevin is gone. Yeah, it it is on. Oh, Kevin is gone. And there is some. Love you long time. He'll be back in a second. Love you. So the Sydney Knife Show this year is going to, like, normally we run in conjunction with the fucking, fucking, what is it? Gluten-free fair. And and there's probably not a, not a lot of synergy there. No. Um, but it looks like this year, and Kev may be able to confirm, I haven't caught up on the latest news, but this year there's going to be another event on there. That we're running, Kev. We're going to run another event with the Sydney Knife Show this year. It's all sort of up in the air a little bit still, but it's going to be exciting. And it's going to pull in more people than we've ever had. So we're pretty excited about it. Previous years, I will just go park the car and go, go, go up the stairs and go up the ramp. You'll see two distinct lines. One line looks like the guys look like a pirate. And the other line looks like a bunch of Karens. <laughs> <laughs> so I get that's the nice show. That's the nice show. This line. Jay Cross says no knife artist option though. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Oh, half tables here. Oh, COVID. I was going to say half right tables. Here. COVID, man. We are stuck yeah. between a rock and a hard place with COVID rules. And we just have to get this shit going. We just have to abide have by it. We just got to comply. Hate hate complying with overzealous regulations, but we need a show, and we've just got to do it. So yeah, we've we've got to be table spread. Mert and I can't hug. We've got a virtual hug yeah. from across the room. There's going to be like that's going to happen. We're going to get into the plexiglass <laughs> between us. We're going to put our tongues between the plexiglass. Oh, yeah. yeah. A, little, a, little plexi, a little plexi glory hole. What? No. Uh, so, so the Sydney Knife Show is... You idiots. Oh, fuck me. I'm back. <laughs> Oh, it looks Ooh. like Corrin's frozen, but he hasn't. <laughs> no, no, it's just got my head in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big metal predator. I don't know, mate. I've read that four times. And I still don't get it. So let's just keep moving. I'd I did pissed. meet. I did meet a guy there. The funny thing oh, right, was Lightning met... Ridge. Hey, Kev, when yeah. you're in Lightning Ridge, I missed all that. Did you meet a bloke? Yeah. Petter. It's a big metal predator. I don't know about Petter, but I've met a guy up there that um, has uh, a blacksmithing area, and he's like, I've made my own anvil and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Anyway, he invited me up to his place to check it all out. Holy shit. He's made this anvil out of large gauge. Mad Max. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it. Industrial forklift tines about five inches thick. This thing had a bed on it, I don't know, 18 inches long. The horn was an like an old cart axle, but just 
oversized. It was all welded onto heavy gauge rail track, onto another plate of steel, onto a massive log. This anvil for a home matey was just fucking, I was just fucking mind blown. Um, yeah, and it was just unreal. He also does saddle work and uh, leather boot repairs too. Got some old school gear. He had a sewing machine from like 1915 or something and it was still running. Fucking nice. unreal. Like a sole, one to stitch boot soles together or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. like a heavy duty one. Yeah. Um, and his name's Peter, he says. He's just corrected. Uh, so, um, but anyway, uh, Jeff Fader says, looking good, guys. Do you want to jump in, Jeff? I'll send you a link. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. You know what, Bring it on. I, I on, heard man. something. I heard something that uh, Knife Making Down Under USA podcast, now they're doing a live stream. All they need to do is have all they need to do is have shit content. They just need shit content and shit internet, and they'll be there with us. <laughs> um, Peter Davies says, uh, "No, no, Jeff Peters. Look, uh, someone who's a Facebook user, I'll put it up anyway. Says I'd be pissed if I got into the gluten place by mistake. Let me assure you, when the little old lady came in to the knife show." who I think was going to the gluten festival and started going around telling everyone after paying for entry that we should all be arrested because we're all murderers. (laughs) Serious? Yeah, yeah, that was either last year or the year before. Yeah. yeah. Did you go to to the gluten-free festival thing? I'm just going to go. Because you're senior. No, I never did. But um, Jimmy used to go in there and pull all this, go around, and find all the fucking show bags and get me all the show bags. So at the end of the show, I'd have 20 of each show bag. Because, you know, Jimmy, Oh, nice. Yeah. Jimmy. He's a good bloke yeah, like that. He's a good bloke. <laughs> so that's and funny. And shout out. I had just, one of my first Yeah, one of my first. He's gone. Fuck it. <laughs> You're about yourself, man. <laughs> Keep it going. Yeah. No, I was going to say, one of the first ever students I had here for my workshop from home was a lady that came up from the gluten-free thing for a look. And she ended up doing a course here. It's fucking unreal. Fucking great. She didn't think yeah. we were all murderers. Happy days. No, so well, it wasn't the same one. The, this one was, um, yeah, she was quite quite outspoken. The guys from Cutting Edge Knives and that were Cutting Edge. One of the, the big tables when you walk in on the left. Um. Well, Corey, yeah. another th- another thing that we forgot to mention, Sydney mm-hmm. Good Food Show is going to be on. We're going to be slicing potatoes and let uh, shit face people. Uh, end of June. End of June. End of June. Of June. We're going to watch yeah. people eat the raw potatoes oh. as if they were as if they were. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, that, that's potato. I know. Oh. <laughs> Dimitri and Mert were doing some cutting demonstrations at this the good food show in Sydney, literally cutting raw potato, and it was like Costco at lunchtime. People are coming up grabbing raw potato, like thinking it was something seagulls. good. Mine, 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 mine. <laughs> they go, oh, a bit, bit starchy, mate. Yeah, bit crispy. There's the undertones of a uh, cutting board. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, fucking, fucking raw potato. <laughs> and they're all pissed off their heads. By after lunch, after lunch, they're all like, 
It's fucking loose. It's loose. <laughs> so, Ryan Casey says, great show is on. Bit too expensive when you're out of the state and a hobbyist. Ryan, you've got to stop looking at it like that. It is show. The show is just, just spend the money and have the best time of your life. Yeah. It's a it's a knife maker's holiday, and you might cover a couple of your costs, and you will have a fucking great time. <laughs> That's it. Don't worry. It is, a shame, it is a shame we can't have the half tables. That used to be a big draw card, yeah. but I've always gone to a knife show with the view of if I recover costs, that's all good, but I'm just going to the knife show because we'll get to meet everyone, catch up with everyone, talk knives for two days, and then it's, drink it's a heap of piss. It's two years. We're going to do a I live know. stream. We're going to do a live stream. From the room? No. no. Oh. <laughs> Whatever happens in the room stays in the room. <laughs> 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 We're going to make our bladder impressions. We're going to talk with our American accent. Yeah, McNabs. <laughs> I'm like, you're your nabs. Let Lee Cantwell oh. Lee Cantwell says a lady tried telling me a knife crime in Australia is because people watch Forged in Fire and go and make weapons and I was part of the problem. I I had a lady come up to me. I wear knife shirts everywhere, and she said the same thing. And I said, "No, darling, I am the problem. <laughs> Not part of it. <laughs> Actually, no, you're correct. You are the fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest supplier of knife making gear in Australia." <laughs> You're a fucking, uh, what they say? You're um... Estebar, I think the name was. <laughs> <laughs> An enabler. That's yeah, why that's I get so... called up. I, people I've had like taught to make knives here that only want to do it as a one-off have contacted me at, like a few weeks later going, you're an enabler. What do I need to buy to keep making knives? <laughs> 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 so, Lee, what I need to ask you, though, mate, if she came up and said that to you, had she seen your Facebook profile picture first? If you go back to Lee, if you go back to Lee's post, uh, can you do it? Have you got the skills? Just no, nah, no, nah, I've been, I've been, I've reduced been down to a. Down. Here we go, Lee Cantwell. Here we go, Lady Truck. Look at Lee's picture. Yeah, fuck, I'd be thinking you're part of the problem too, mate. Whatever problem came to mind at the time with that fucking. Look at those eyes. Years ago, just telling us. A few years ago, when I was picking my daughter up, and her kindy teacher realized that I was a knife maker, and you're like, you're a weapons dealer? I'm like, what the fuck, Hunt? Pretty much. Weapons Pretty much. dealer. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what do you want? In, I got a bazooka. In her mind, in her mind, I'm the Nicolas Cage in the uh, Lord of War or some shit. Like, I'm selling AKs and things. I said it when I was trying to get insurance years ago and everyone said, go through the Australian Woodworkers Guild. Remember that? That was a long time yeah. ago, right? So I rang them up and I said, yeah, I make knives. And they said, send us some pictures. I sent some pictures. Oh, your knives are weapons. And I said, uh, no, no, they're not. <laughs> I said, they're actually knives you'd have for hunting and stuff. I said, do you have hives? Do you, do you think knives are weapons? And she said, yes. And I said, do you have knives in your kitchen? Yes. yes. How many people did you stab, you murderous bitch? But anyway, I didn't say the last bit, but I felt it. Okay. Um, I'll have to sell a lot of... 
I'm just going to try and catch up on comments. Keep going, guys. Where are we at? What else is happening? Come to the fucking Sydney Knife Show. Narelle's uh, spruiking the Perth Knife Show. Um, uh, the Perth Food and Wine Perth, Festival. Uh, Perth, man. Someone asked up there. I've missed the comments now, right? But someone did ask about what's the show situation looking like for the for next year. And the answer is we're going to try and run every show we, they, that we can from this point on. Um, we can't we can't afford to be mothballed forever. You can't keep nope. the Knife Art Association down. So uh, nope. and we've got an employee and we're not getting a job keeper anymore. So um, we're going to nope. go for it. Game on. Well, the other, the other thing is, I was talking to Dean Cassi the other day. He dropped in on his way through home. He was up in Sydney for the four-wheel driving camping expo. They had like 60,000 people at the same venue we're going to be at for the Sydney Knife Show. They had... Jeez. 60,000 people through there with no problems at all. So us looking to get 3,000 through the doors shouldn't be an issue, really shouldn't be an issue. We've got the rules to follow, which we, we will keep everyone as safe as we can in that environment. But they had 60,000 people through there and not a problem. So we've got to get these things back on board. If we were in America, old Jeff on board with us here, we'd be juggling knives over in Atlanta in a month's time at Blade Show. I'd do it. That's where Jeff, all of us, Jeff, that's where we all want to they be. they dropped you, they've seen the video on the, they've seen the video with your fingers. I think that's why they dropped you. The Epicurious video, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. They saw that video <laughs> and they dropped you because of that. So they're like, this guy looks like yeah. a fucking scary killer. Like, nah, man. <laughs> How's it looking for Adelaide show location? How's it looking for Adelaide show location? I actually haven't seen anything, Ash. I do know that someone was scouting out for a location the other week. Um, yes. But Adelaide's going to Adelaide's November. Um, we won't make a decision till just three months out because, I mean, even that's a long time out. We'll be being very cautious with our promotion and advertising. It's just the nature of the beast. Um, yeah. But. Um, but, yeah, we're going to do it. We've got to get going again. And we just need everybody to jump in and support. And the shows might be a little bit spectator shy for uh, for a few rounds until people get out of their houses again. Maybe, or it might go not. the other way. Might yeah. go the other way. Yeah. Could be, so, it could be sheer insanity with people wanting to get out and just do something, which is where I think it's going to happen. True too. <laughs> okay, Andrew says that next next Adelaide Adelaide venue is being looked at on Tuesday. We're hopefully we'll have that back and running pretty soon. We have to get up and running again, guys. We have to get some support and and you know next year will be yeah. the, the year that we all sort of have to really get behind and share posts and and just make these shows. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, I think we've all realised we can sell knives and we can run courses and everything without shows, but. I think we've all got a really good concept of why we go to shows now. Well, we already knew, but you know. oh yeah, that's it. The mateship, the mateship, the camaraderie, the stories, the drinks, the whole kit and caboodle is maybe exactly covers what some, we're there for. Maybe cover some expenses and hopefully have your voice at the end of it, but maybe not. <laughs> oh. Or just or end up with moths flying out of the pockets and and chronic fucking uh, throat problems from 
all the screaming and yelling and or, or Kev, if you had a good if you had a good Saturday, like the the first first drink you have on Saturday after the show is finished, you're like yeah, yeah the first beer, like I usually oh. see that beer like nothing compares, <laughs> nothing compares to you. Or you know, like a, you know what I drink that first beer like? hours and sixteen <laughs> minutes. <laughs> The, the only time that doesn't count is Melbourne because on the Saturday they sit down for two hours. Oh, oh. Yeah. Let's let's brush that. You know, you know what I'm like. You know what I'm like, Matt, when I'm going for that first drink at the bar after the Sydney Knife Show on Saturday. Yeah, wrecking ball. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> like a, you're like a Jamie on the you're like yeah. a Jamie on the swimming pool. <laughs> <a> wrecking ball. <laughs> Jeff Bader. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bader says, the listeners are sober or the presenters are sober, Jeff? Come oh, on, don't, uh, come on, mate. I've been off yeah. the piss for fucking months now. Jeff, I've got a proposition for you. I'm going to make it on air and I want you to just consider it, all right? Put him on the spot. When put him on the spot. I am. Spot. Put him on the spot. <laughs> on the spot. You're welcome to join the podcast. You've got a link in your inbox in Facebook. But here's the proposition. 2022, because not 2021, because we're not allowed to come back into Australia if we leave. It's just too hard. But 2022, assuming we can come back, we're going to go into Blade Show a day early and we're going to have a podcaster's, knife podcaster's dinner. I've got a restaurant lined up in Atlanta. Oh, it's a good restaurant. Good restaurant. Oh, I don't mind putting on the booze. You can pay for your own food. You fucking got money. But... <laughs> Just, just, I'm just putting it out there, you know, you, your team, whatever, you want to join in, got to be a podcast. podcasters, yep. Yeah, you wait, there'll be 50 new podcasts next week. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. yeah just right trying to get Blade Show. Oh, right, I, got, podcast. <laughs> I want to get the guys from Mark of the Maker and some of the other good ones that I like and and just um just have a bit of a fucking shit can night. We all get on the turps, have a laugh and... uh. There's no good restaurants in Atlanta. Man, this place had steaks the size of dinner plates, dude. It had more oh, meat. Jeff, 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 it was it was good, man. It was good. It was good. Merch the chef. No, no, I'm all over it. Don't you worry. You let me look after that, champ. Um, it's the only restaurant I know. Oh, no, I know a couple in Atlanta. But this one, there's just fucking huge pieces of meat. Like, they don't even fit on the screen. Look, my hands are like, it's like huge. And, and lobster sauce and... There was no vegetables. What was that, what was, was that called, man? There was no salad. We, there was we, just okay. We fucking... ordered steak. We ordered an Oscar. Oscar is a 1970s, 80s dish. Like when you get your steak, Oscar, it means it comes with the lump crab and hollandaise sauce and uh, asparagus. Surf and turf. Surf and turf. We call it surf <laughs> and turf. Yeah. But whatever. Anyway. It was fucking great, and and I'm going back there. I'm looking forward to. It. I've been my mouth watering just thinking about it. <laughs> I just think it. <laughs> See, even Jamie, Jamie was there. Jamie was there, and some American fellow was there too. Now I don't know who he was, but we won't talk about that because he got yeah, really drunk. He, he just apparently we I, I, can drink I, I more of him or something. I, I have a confession, guys. I have a confession. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Is it okay. knife related? No, 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 no. It's kind of blood show related, but after that dinner, mm. the fart I did at the bar. 
was the <laughs> most violent in my life. I'm so out of... <laughs> <laughs> What kind of horse shit is this? Good <laughs> <laughs> <the> morning. <laughs> how come you guys? How come you guys? Are, what, what is going on with you guys? Well, we're just Not doing again, Jeff. Thursday night dribble. Thursday I've got night culture. Dribble. Did we yeah, wake you up? No, I've been up for three hours doing administration stuff. Uh, oh, well, going on How are you? But you're but you're a knife maker. You shouldn't have to do that. You just make knives. Some people have some people have to do a little work there, Corin. Come on. We can't all uh pimp out our uh metal businesses, you know. Well, whatever. Thanks very Mate, much. I I did I did uh, I did six hours solid tax inputting of tax data just so I could meet the deadline for our tax year. <laughs> I was a little bit rushed. <laughs> it's like nothing like the last minute. Well, Tell I, me, I uh, deadline. Oh yeah. Yes. I had our, yeah, I, This isn't very interesting, but. I had to beat up our accountant because they're because of the pandemic. They pushed back the time that the dates are due, so our goddamn accountant went on vacation because it was he he it was it was pushed back. So we went on vacation. So everyone's like, "We need our taxes done," and he's like, "Oh, I was on vacation because we had a we had an extension." Fuck you, your oh. vacation. Take the vacation <laughs> after everything's done. That sounds like really? a beat. Like, what the fuck are you yeah. doing on vacation? Yeah, that's just not fair. Wrong, so how wrong is... time of the year. That's like Santa taking Christmas off. Like bad mood I tax, mean, it dude. it was like the stupidest thing we'd ever heard. The stupidest thing we'd ever heard. No, that is, that's, um. well, I mean, it's all right for him, really. So suck eggs, really. Hey, um, they're saying so, that you've, so they're Anthony, saying, yeah. Anthony Kittle, if I, if I just say weapons, is that, is that, you can understand that? <laughs> I think weapons. If I change my W's to V's, will you understand that, Anthony? Oh, Jesus that's Christ. fucking harsh. I love Mert. <laughs> Mert's the greatest. I love Mert. I, I text with him when I'm on the can. It's great. Why that's are you great. sitting there, Mert? <laughs> While you're on the can. <laughs> Jim, how, how's New York, man? How's the, how's the New York situation? Swap to the right. Swap to the right. What? Are you guys opening up in New York? How's it? Yeah, they're uh, yeah, they uh, our governor, our governor's trying to uh, our governor's trying to wash away the fact that he touches people too much and he legalized <laughs> marijuana and now he's trying to open everything up. So it's you know, it's, it's by, June, by, the beginning of, by the beginning of July, everything should be opening up, even though the variant is, is what's everyone the people are getting coronavirus now are mostly getting the variant. So the we're not 100% sure if the vaccinations will you know, be great against the, the goddamn. So, so, so tell us about this, right? Because I don't really know. I don't follow it. All I know is we had a case here, one case a while ago, and then we locked down again. It's all good. Tell us what's happening in America. I mean, people are doing their thing. You know, there are places that are, I mean, it's, um, I don't know. I, it's not as in New York, it isn't as bad as it was. Um, I I'm I don't know I'm not following it anymore, but I I know that people are still getting coronavirus. But I mean, Jeff, I don't if, really... if you if you disown Florida, it's all good. We try to not 
associate Queensland with us, so it's okay. It's there are a lot of people in Florida who are getting the vaccine, so it's it's there's I know uh, I know I know a lot of knife makers in Florida who are all getting vaccinated, and you know the, that's the interesting thing about you know people sending me messages: Are you going to Blade Show or not? I'm not holding this right, um, and uh, you know. I think there are a lot of people who want to go. A lot of people don't want to go. People are getting vaccinated, but is it gonna is it gonna prevent the variant from getting it again? I don't know. It's all big production. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, we got. It's, we it's too much, honestly. It's just. It's like we got to get. We got. I like. I want to go for a nap, and then it'll all be gone in a year. So. That's what we want, and then we're gonna take you out to dinner. Apparently, you don't eat meat anymore. Someone said, "Is That's that like, true?" People, people listen with like their earbuds in their heads. Or I don't know what. I, I never said I was a vegan or a vegetarian. I just don't eat as much meat as I'd, I'd like to eat more meat, but I just don't. You know, but I'm not a vegetarian. I, I got gout, see, so I had to get off the alcohol, and I've got off a, a lot of red meat. But I'll, I'll make an exception. I'll be fucking suffering the next few days, but I'll make an exception of oh, blade. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah, oh, yeah. I got a. I, you know, yeah. I love, I love beef, but it's just like you know, it's enough's enough sometimes. Yeah, no, I bought, I bought in your your terms. I bought eight pounds of ribeye the other day. I love it. <laughs> oh, it's the only one to eat. Ribeye, ribeye, or Scotch fillet. Whoa, that's the best one. Yeah. So, how's everything going in in Australia? You're not doing your shows, and and uh, you know, let uh, me know. Let me know the dates of the shows that you want to promote, and you know, I just did will. A, an episode with uh, Justin Morell of the full blast podcast and he's the president of NEB and we talked about Abana and the importance of supporting these organizations. And even if you're not from the area and it was a really kind of an interesting, it was an interesting perspective because, uh, you know, no matter, you know, these, all these organizations want to support the things that everybody wants to do. So. Absolutely. No, fair cool. Fair cool. And, and at the end of the day, uh, down here, we haven't had any shows. They banned all the events and everything. Um, and we haven't had really a problem with cases since Victoria had an outbreak fucking last year or whenever that was. Right. Um, and and we locked down really hard. Everyone wears masks. And um, Australia was originally a penal colony. So you guys were like a free nation, but we were originally in chains. So if they tell us to wear masks, we kind of just do it. We're all oh, used to it. A penal colony. Oh, a penile Not a penile colony. Oh. Oh, okay. I was a bit of both. For a there weren't a lot of women in the early days, you oh, see. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Kevin, Kev, you're a pain in the ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> Only when we share a room together. <laughs> I remember that one. That was the first one. Yeah. So does Mert. One. Oh, Mert remembers that one too. Yeah. Still. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Fond memories. <laughs> well, you got. Uh, so, you got what's, a Sydney Night Show back on. Pardon yeah, me? Oh, yes, back you on. do. Yeah, come down, come down. You you can't get in, but come down anyway. I'd love to come to Australia. We had an opportunity. There was talk of us coming to Australia a while ago, but it was you know I'd love to. I'd love to come to Australia. I'd love it. I'd love it. I I haven't even left. I haven't even left my town, so it's gonna be hard to get me to leave, even go to New Jersey or Connecticut. But you know. Yeah, but those places suck. <laughs> I don't. Bl- I, I'm not wrong. <laughs> not wrong at all. It's, it's safer wrong. here, man. It's safer here. Yeah, I bet it is. Yeah, I bet it is. Yeah, I bet it is. But uh, you know, look, everything's getting better. Um, there's a lot more. 
there's a lot more people getting the vaccine, which is great. And um, like, yeah, they're going to open up. They're opening up New York in the beginning of the summer, which they have to because these restaurants are getting crushed. The biggest problem is, is that the restaurants all did everything they could to stay open. And they got the PPP loan so they could pay their employees and they did take out and did everything. And now all the employees of the other restaurants don't want to go back to work because they're getting unemployment and they're getting stimulus checks. So it's it's better for them to stay home. And all these restaurants, they can't get cooks. They can't get waiters. It's like this complete. I mean, it's like a betrayal. It's a betrayal of the restaurant. Yeah. No, across the board, nobody, none of these people want to go back to the restaurants. So we had a we had a similar thing here called uh, we called it JobKeeper, where you basically the government paid people, um, paid the companies to pay the people during COVID, right. and it was a, a shit ton of money went out, million billions, right? And um, uh, and that's just, but they've just turned that off. So now yep. it's like it's got to you got to go back to work. So yeah. All, all those people were all those people were basking at like a really nice hot shower on a cold winter's day, and the government came in and just went, "Up, hot water, fuck that, turn it off." And all the people that were getting, you know, double or triple what they were earning previously, now have nothing. <laughs> They've got to go back to work. It's like, sorry, go back to fucking work. I wish these people here would go back to work because you know I, I get these messages from. I mean, and I, I kept saying they're like, "All right, all right, you culinary knife makers, if you ever wanted to know what it was like to be a cook, now's your chance." You know, that's the thing. Most culinary knife makers in the United States have never cooked before. So this is your shot yeah. to this is your shot to get in to be, you know, maybe you'll be in Garde Manger or Collapse or something like that. But at least you'll get some experience. Yeah. You'll find them in the Vulcan crying, man. You'll find them in the Vulcan like, <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All of a sudden, it's just like, I think I should just make EDC knives from now on. No yeah. more culinary knives. I want to go on Forge and Fire. <laughs> Fucking Forge and Fire. That's right. That's right. Uh, what else, guys? So what's going on? I, I think I feel like I've I feel like I've sobered you guys up too much. Maybe I should go. Unless you have any uh you, you, have you look drunker than us. You look like you were waste you look like you were wasted last night, snorting cocaine off hookers' asses or something. I, I, wish. Five I, mean, I don't wish. I said I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got that on record, mate. Yeah. No. Don't worry, a little bit of crafty editing. We'll have that sort of out. No, honestly, honestly, <laughs> wake, waking up to the, waking up to the three of us would make anyone look sick. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me? What do you you want? What do you want from me? You, all of a sudden, I'm like you're making a crack in a joke, and then you're like, I got a link in your thing. And I come, all right, let's see what's going on. Well, true. Kev, uh, Kev, what's going on is Kev has just finished putting air conditioning in his workshop, well, and um, I've got it set in the fucking dream. I've got it set at twenty three degrees, twenty three C. So it's it warm in here, man. I've got to, I've got to turn this thing down. Yeah, you in the penal colony over there? You got it too good. Yeah, that's a good place to live. I'm Damn. telling you, who puts an air conditioner in a metal shop, for Christ's sakes? You got it too good. Me. Oh, my <laughs> God. Is you oh, my God. Not Mert. Yeah. Not Mert. When it's 116 Fahrenheit in Sydney, yeah. you need it. it you oh, just got to have it. Or you don't. Yeah. You just don't live. I hear you. you. Just don't. I hear you. Yeah. So, 
It is what mine, it is. Mine, so, mine was a bartering arrangement and I, I, too good a deal to say no to. So it was an opportunistic arrangement that's now working quite well because it's quite warm here. <laughs> was that it? Was that a, was that, were you jerking off? Was that the jerk off? Was that the, <laughs> the, the penile call? I'm not in the toilet, off. mate. I'm not in the toilet. Kev's, there was a shake weight, man. There was a Kev's shake. Forge. Kev's, oh, it's Kev's. Oh, okay. Listen, it's Kev's Forge, not Kev's Orgy. There you go. All right. We're, we're glad, looking. Glad you cleared that up, Kev. We're looking to. We're looking we'll to go. Same, up to, we'll uh, same time later. We're looking to go up. We're looking to go up to Queensland for for a knife show um, for a hammering uh, into this month. And we're going to drive the truck up. So one of my offsiders, Tim, and I are going to drive the truck up. And Maddie Mewburn said, oh, I'll jump in with you. And I said, oh, the middle seat's a bit uncomfortable. He said, oh, oh, yeah, that's right, only a middle seat. He said, I'm not skiing all the way to Brisbane. I said, what do you mean skiing? He said, what do your arms do when you're skiing? Am I supposed to do that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maddie's Mewburn. Corey, Corey, you gotta write these things down. You gotta write these things down. You gotta practice times first, too. Uh, sorry, dude. Oh. <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't get it first until no later. But anyway. uh, Matt, Matt Mewburn is a strange individual. He's a great guy. In a great way. He was at Blade yeah. Show with us last time. Um, yes, that was, <sighs> that was a funny well, little if, time there. Next year, Corin, I promise if I go to Blade Show next year, I will. Uh... I'll, 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 whenever you want to do, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. We've got to drag that sack of shit, Mareko, and get a few others, whoever you, <laughs> you like. Sack of shit, Mareko. Hi, Mareko. Mareko will be there. He'll be there next year, I'm sure. I don't know if he's going this year, but I'm sure he'll be there next year. And, um, and Craig, too, if he wants to come. I'd love it if we all want Craig to come, but it's like, you know, from it's a production, as you guys know. I don't know how, to be honest with you. Don't you start, don't we come way further than Craig. I was about to say, I was just about to say, I don't know how you guys can afford to go come all the way over here for Blade Show. I mean, you we can't. Four to five. That's, why, that's why we prostitute ourselves outside the back of the bloody hotel. Uh, uh, the penal colony again. The, the penal, penal colony, colony rides again. <laughs> the skiing. <laughs> oh, yeah, the penal colony rides again. You have nice. a ski for 17 nice. hours on a flight? It's right. tough. For, for the ones who don't know yet, but... I would highly recommend uh, Jeff Fader's podcast, Full Blast, Full Blast podcast. Okay, Mer- that's that that's the podcast. Okay? I would like to. That's I would like podcast. to erase. I would like to erase and redo yours because we had a real, we had a time crunch problem. Man, I, I felt like ours was like we had the first course and that dinner was finished. I was like, yep, yeah, that's the bill. Get out. I wanted to. You gave that. him an under the do, table handy. Do that all over again. I want to do that all over again. But it, the timing—that's the problem with the Australia. This whole timing thing is so brutal. Oh man, man oh, no, I, I, I fucked it up. I fucked it up, and it was a day that all the kids were home. I, I could, I couldn't talk. Like people, like, oh, why are you so peachy? I'm like, yeah, I got my kids right next to me. I, I know. Dropped their phones hey. here. Yeah, he was, was relaxed. Bad, relaxed. Excuse me a moment, Mert. Was that before or after? the three times that we had to delay the Bob Kramer podcast because of the before, timing be, issues. Be, before, asshole. Before. Thanks for asking. Before. before. That was a good episode. That was Eventually. 
Eventually, Eventually, yes, it was. Fourth time it around. Had... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my compressor. I, I fucked up the time difference, man. There's nothing I can say. I fucked up the time difference with Bob, and I fucked up the time difference between you and me. So, and these guys are just keep bringing up assholes. What are you going to do? <laughs> we, um, Matt says keep... it's the cheaper drinks that makes it possible. I'll tell ah. you something about America. I'll tell you something about America. The drinks seem cheap. Until you realize you've got a tip, and then you start tipping, and then you get drunk, and because it's two in the morning, and oh, they're going to close the bar, they're pulling down those curtains across. You say, One more drink, one more drink. And then, so I accidentally tipped her a hundred bucks, and she got me another drink. But then the next night, like, I got the best service in the whole bar, man. She would drop everyone to come and serve me. But the, the notes in America, they're all the same. They all look the same, except they've got a different number on them. Ours are different colors. Even when you're drunk, you can tell the difference. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you it's go. It's true. It's true. I'm with you. Anyway. You. Anyway. Well, guys, I got to go to work. Yeah. Right. Thanks, nice for coming to you. nice to see you all. It was I'm good to see you. It's been, a, it's been a long time, mate. Yeah. It has been a long time. Um, Some Sometime this evening when you're all by yourself, can you have a drink and think of us? And thanks for joining us, man. Absolutely. Hey, I got one more question for you. <laughs> you know when he's gonna have that drink and think of us when he's yeah. on the toilet skiing when he's on the can skiing one arm yeah 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 that's it so anyway thanks for dropping in jeff there's lots of people thanks, saying thanks mate we, we do, do appreciate, appreciate it. it we know it's early and you're soft and everything, and it's just good to see you, even yeah. if you are a vegan. Um, <laughs> you know, apparently, <laughs> I love the way we just, you know, boost our relationships with people from around the world, <laughs> it, shit on them, <laughs> cutting them off short. You know, like, what does it matter? <laughs> what does it matter? Continuing so, our um, uh, glorified reputation, just, just for the record, just for the record. He cut us off, uh, Kev. I didn't cut him off. He cut us oh, off. Oh, serious? Yeah, true. That was his oh, joke, not ours. That was Jeff, his joke. Prick. I was, I was backing yeah. you up, you vegan bastard. <laughs> Don't eat a <laughs> carrot. <clears throat> anyway. Now, Riley, Riley asked uh, somewhere before uh, what temperature it was here in Canberra, and I was, it doesn't fucking matter now because Jeff's not here, but it's like 50. Fifty it's degrees. 23, no, it's, 20, it's twenty-three degrees, mate. It's, 20. it's twenty-three in my fucking <laughs> workshop, and that's uncomfortably warm for me. Jeez. <laughs> nah. Oh, don't nah. start thanking Jeff now, Anthony Kittle. He hates you. He thinks you yeah. are a piece of crap. So, it's game on. It's game on. So, yep, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna meet up and have a a live. I'm going to stream it live from wow. Atlanta. Podcasters dinner, well, drinks and dinner, maybe just the drinks. Fucking, that was there we go. Let's just let's just do it from the corner of the room where those young fellas are flipping their flippy knives around at, at the pit. That'd be funny. They can do that in the background, skiing with their hands like this, and we can just drink. Yeah, true story. That's true. Um, anyway. There we go. 
And Mert looks happy. Why are you so happy, Mert? Oh, sorry. I just played with myself. What? <laughs> you were texting <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> now you know that every time Jeff communicates with you, you're going to be thinking that he's on the can having a dump. Oh, man. I didn't want to. Because I've got to say something. I've got to say something. The only time I'd message you is when I'm on the can having a dump. Okay, thanks, asshole. Man, I'm I'm broken, like literally and bodily. I'm broken. The the day that we supposed to do the podcast, it was the day after I played basketball after three years. And I woke up, I woke up at three o'clock to go take a piss and take a leak and I got up like my my right foot, my right Achilles tendon is fucked. I can't tell. I'm I'm like I'm limping like a fucking Quasimodo of Notre Dame and I realized like, yeah, I'm fucked. Next day, it took me a few hours just to be able to like walk before without me dragging my foot. And I'm thinking, yeah, it'll go away, it'll go away next day, it'll go away next day. And two weeks <laughs> later, it just got away. But now I don't know what I've done, but yesterday I think I was lifting I was lifting the um, gas bottles or something. I fucked up my shoulder. So if if I push my hand, if I push my hand forward, and if I try to lift up, it gets stuck, and then it feels like there's a crack happening in my my shoulder. So um, my body is literally fucked. So, and I got hit with the tax bill. Yay! So that, yeah, that I, conversation we had when you were talking about being so sore after basketball and I said, mate, you gotta take it easy. Start off as yeah. a sub and you came back <laughs> going, I was a sub. <laughs> uh, so for the people who, who are new to podcast, I used to they used to pay me money to play basketball. I was a professional basketball player. That's what I thought I was going to be. And then my body started giving up and I realized with my best effort I was going to be the bench player in the first league or an average player in the second league and it's a hard life and i said fuck it i don't want to do this i want to be a chef i became a chef and i play basketball in the u.s just recreational for fun but now i start playing basketball just to keep myself in shape but the trouble is when i used to play basketball i used to be 88 kilos now i weigh 130 which means i gained 50 percent of my body weight yeah, and mine, I want to do the things that I used to do, and my body's like, nah, mate, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> You're dribbling in without the basketball. Right, it, it, was so, dump, it was so it's bad. Like nothing but air. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, I used to, like, in and out, like, I, I would, like, dribble in and dribble out, and I would just pass the guy. And I did, like, I dribbled in, I want to do a dribble out, and I'm, I'm falling. I see the I see the ball like going up, and I see my fat ass <laughs> going towards the floor, <laughs> like slow motion, like slam dunk. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Oh. Anyway, reality check, man. And again, I'm I'm fucking forty, man. I'm fucking forty. So even even if I was in better shape, like the guys that I used to watch play, and like the the players of my time, they came old and they retired. So no wonder that as a 40-year-old, I'm struggling. So that was a real check. But yeah, my, my shoulder, I'm not worried about my Achilles. They'll, they'll go, they'll ease up. 
but at least, you know, <laughs> my, my shoulder, man, that's, that's bad. And also I fucked up my knee today. I had a bar of, I was watching Damascus yesterday and today I said, I'll oh, let me just consolidate the bar. And I started forging, but the end of the bar is thick. I said, okay, let me just hold the bar from the tip and let me just forge the end. And I'm like, fuck this, this bar. Just, is just the tip. Just yeah, the just tip. the fucking tip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let me just yeah. let me just get the tip, okay? As long as I got the tip, I'll be fine. I, I tried to cut the bar. I'm like, oh shit! I realized my um, my drop saw was I was changing the, the blade and blade didn't fit. I got no drop saw. I'm like, fuck! I'll just do it on the anvil, and I I'm a fucking swinging <laughs> on the bar on like a corner of the anvil, and I'm like, yeah! I did a one big swing, and that bar, that fucking <laughs> red bar. Just like went straight in my under in my 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 knee, like doom. Yeah, so when the steel is hot, it doesn't you lose any idiot. weight. Yeah. <laughs> my my sock was fucking red. My wife was like, What have you done? Like one of my sock is fucking covered in blood and shit. And yep. <laughs> so Jimmy Jimmy Barber says, if you are what you eat, does that make Jeff a cabbage? And Matt Snape says no, but it makes Kevin Dick. I just have to tell you that because it's got to be, it's got to be out there. Oh. For the people on the podcast. Those live comments. Nice. By the way, guys, nice. live comments. Shout out to Matt Snape. Shout out to Matt Snape. He <clears throat> he stopped by a couple of weeks ago, and he's helping me with some something very cool. And have Matt you Snape. seen the prototype? I've yeah. seen the prototype. Have you seen yeah. it? His yeah. original design. Yeah, Matt Snape is a fucking legend. I've seen. What's he doing? I don't care. I don't care what Kev, Kev says about you, mate. You're legend. Yeah, that's because you want always wanted a three D printed twelve inch dildo, and he's going to give it to you. Stop talking about it, okay? It's <laughs> the prototype. Oh, that's the prototype. I know. I know. See this? this? Turbo gut. <laughs> Turbo gut. Nick Edwards said, "Take it easy, Mert." Remember, a knife maker's gut is a tool rest. And this is a genuine advertisement from the Knife Makers Guild um, newsletter in 1990-something. And it says, new as seen on TV, turbo gut, only 1995. Ever wondered how the pro knife makers achieve these immaculate grind lines? Extensive research in our state-of-the-art State-of-the-art laboratories has located their secret. Grinders, gut. For only 1995, now, uh, now you two can have one instantly. Available in black, blue, and red, the turbo gut is made of NASA-developed space-age polymers <coughs> designed to last a lifetime or until you grow your own. Just buy your product, strap it on with its fully adjustable and patented harness, and you too will be grinding with the best of them. Is that a sample? And Send cash to <laughs> what is it? What snap? It's a snap on strap on. It, it sounds it's like a strap, strap on. on. It is strap a strap on grinder. Says, strap on grinder. And, okay. <laughs> and he's given his address, his address and website, uh, and it's uh, Osar Lead, O S A R Lead, L E D Proprietary Limited. So there you go. So that should tell you tell you everything you need to know. O S A R L E D Proprietary Limited. Who is it? Who is it? Come on, guys. Spit it out. There you go. No one cares. Mert, it's not an asshole. I saw your Instagram post. You've been an Aussie for a while now. 
Mert, it's asshole. You're not asshole. Oh, he's trying to correct your English. Asshole. I was asshole. born. I was Stan. I was born here, and it's A-double-S-H-O-L-E. Oh, Matt says you haven't seen his special thing. It's great. He's done a really good job. It's gonna. It's gonna fucking be mint for you, man. You're gonna love it. <clears throat> Actually, Matt, because you are the guru, and I mean that in a nice way, uh, of the 3D printing and stuff. I will be talking to you about something not knife related but talking to you about something that you might he, be able to help he out said, with. he said venue inflated they're not as standard as you would like yeah i asked him the same question when you inflate them they're a bit hard okay oh that's yeah. it i've been using the high pressure pump for my bike tires yeah <laughs> that always works <laughs> Stan Stanley says it was Del Rasso. Yes, good. Congratulations. You failed to win anything because this week we don't have any prize. But still, well done. Is that Del Rasso or Del Rasshole? Oh. Not. Oh, now I sound like a fuckhead. Um, You did. (laughs) Wasn't bagging out Pete. I was bagging out his previous one about the arsehole. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Pete, but you'll never listen to our shit podcast anyway. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> for those that don't know peter del rosso sensational knife maker absolute how's, legend knife maker, good, been making for years good, been a great bloke too how good is the last knife that he posted up with the domed pins on the oh. space bit behind the guard fuck yeah that's when you know you've got too much time on your hands right yeah let me let me pull up a picture of it and um, yeah, anyone else can see it by going to Del Rasso Knives on Facebook or just Peter Del Rasso or something. One of the many um, groups that he's posted to with that picture because it's fucking yeah. drool worthy. That thing is I'll amazing. Just, <coughs> I'll just share the screen. Wait be a minute. We'll get Bring this it going. Uh, it's, it's coming, dude. Uh, share, share screen. Yes, I want to share screen. Which screen? This screen. Share that screen. Put it up on this screen. There it is there. All right, good. So let's just look at that. And look at that detail in that guard. Oh, right, can you see that? I'll find a better one there. Look at that. Yeah, there That's you go. I... Look at that. It, it's, the, yeah. it's the spacer behind the guard that does the, does, does the for me. Yeah, with, yeah, the spacer behind the guard with the dome pins. Yep. And and just the, the just the joint there, the way it's heirloomed, or has it got a bit of something there or whatever? No, I it's, think it's heirloomed, yeah. It's mint G10 Fucking handle. Unreal. Yeah. Fucking unreal. <coughs> just epic. Yeah. So, what's up? Yeah. That's 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 what's happening out there, guys. So that's yeah. Just your just your typical Peter Del Rasso um, design artistry. Um and beautiful, yeah. beautiful beautiful Peter, Peter also when you go through and look at Peter's stuff online he also posts up all these pictures like that about one. his works in progress how he does stuff and if you take note of some of that stuff it's pretty fucking cool what he does and you made that comment before Corin about shitty workshops and stuff I've never been in Pete's workshop but I've been told it's pretty basic Me and this too, dude's yeah. This dude's producing, fuck, some of the best knives that you can rumor, possibly want to own. Rumour has it that he, um, <clears throat> that back in the days when you couldn't buy anything, this guy wanted to make knives so much that he made his fist sander and everything was made out of bits of plywood and stuff. Like, 
He's tried his home built everything, and he's he did it because he wanted to do it. People say, oh, you need to get all the gear. And I don't mind them saying that because I'm in the business of selling gear. But the <laughs> truth is, but the truth is, you don't need to have all the gear if you've got the willpower because like the Egyptians didn't have all the gear and they still managed to build the pyramids. And if you can just think about everything that way, oh, it might have been aliens, but whatever. Yeah, aliens, um, bro, with the 5G. With <laughs> 5G. <laughs> I I have a collection of knives and, and um uh definitely <clears throat> my, my Peter Del Rasso is my it's right up there anyway. I've got I've got a lot of knives there and I like lots of them, but my Peter Del Rasso is just a beautiful, beautiful piece. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Uh what are we doing? What's time? <clears throat> there we go. What have you been up to, Corin? Have you been doing anything uh, in particular with, you know, the gas or knife or anything? Yes. And you know I watch? have, and you, and you know I can't speak about it for the last no, few no, weeks. No, no, outside of that, a, outside of that. No, but I will Special. just give everyone a little bit of a taster. For the last few weeks, I have been working on developing something new and exciting. It's probably not that new and it's probably not that exciting, but it'll be um, something that we can make available for just about anyone that forges, that everyone I've spoken to and said, I think I can do this and it will work better than any you've seen anywhere else. And I've shown them videos. Uh, they're pretty fucking amazed and stay tuned. What's your space? Yes. So Say I'm just, no more. just getting on. Yeah, that's enough. Say no more about that, but it, mm. it's pretty fucking cool. Worth, um, worth people keeping the uh, ears. Yeah. Yeah, in the bulk buy group because it will be a bulk buy. The first order will be for fifty, and we'll just see how we go. That's I have to do it on my price. <coughs> that. That, yeah. it, it's not going to be a cheap bulk buy. That it's just talking to the guys about it. It's in the five hundred to a thousand dollar bracket. So, but anyway, some people will want it. I, and I know, I know Mert's keen. I know Mert's keen. Dharma steel forging. Anyway, that's good. Yep. Enough said. So, he already forges dumber still, so it doesn't matter. What have you been, uh, Matt? You've been making some really nice kitchen knives lately. Um, what What's the highlight of what you've been up to for the last few weeks? Oh, what's the highlight? I did a session of stainless semi the other day. I did some carbon steel, but yeah, it's um, honestly like. With the shittiest timing, like today was today and yesterday was my forging days, and I was trying to forge with my fucked up shoulder. I mean, granted, some of the stuff I do with the power hammer, like, I'm still trying to, still trying to forge stuff with the, with my with my arm, and yeah, it's it's not it's not doing well. You've and got an excuse. I had my, <laughs> I had I had my Brent Hunter Valor blades for last three years but i think it's going to come to an end unfortunately i was trying to provide like japanese style knives that are cheaper than my own work but with it with the with the tax and with the shipping there's there's no value in it like i i have to i realize i, I made the math like either way i have to i have to make like in 20s 30s and that's not feasible with one person and 
is taken away yeah. from my own custom work. So unfortunately, I'm gonna have to stop that one. So which which was good. Like I was doing like machine finished knives, and they were a lot more affordable than my own custom ones. They were like half the cost, but still like I, I can I can't compete with the factory made stuff. That's that's the reality. So you're trying to compare apples and oranges, and I got some I got some things in works, and now with the city now, sure, I need to start thinking about what I'm going to have because August is not far <coughs> off. It's, it's not far months. off at all. For, yeah, for... it's not it's not far off at all, and it's like yeah, it's great, and then you know, like the year before, if you had the city now show, yeah, you could have just before you could have gone to see what's in your pile from the knife knife classes but saying that you didn't have as many as classes as like the previous years yep so this year most likely you're gonna have to start from scratch same thing applies for me and i will have stuff that in works that i will finish but now i'm gonna think about okay what i want to present this year because i'm i'm looking in a different way previous years it was like okay what i have going on I can finish this, this, this. I'll take this, but since I have we haven't had the chance to do it last year, I really want to make sure I bring my A game this year. But like, yeah, yeah, not just kitchen knives, but also like bring something like one-off stuff. Maybe like a put something in the art knife category, or who knows? Maybe bring a sword. That's the plan. Very good. Yeah, yeah, nice. Get fucking working, man, because it's not gonna it's gonna be here before we know it. Oh oh definitely, definitely. And uh, also it's about like we've been talking about getting out of the comfort zone. And if you say, Hey, there's Sydney National coming up, I can make ten kitchen knives, same style, it'll be easy, but I really want to make something that's completely one off that people can say, Oh shit, this is different. Yeah, that's the thing. Like this is it's, it's about me pushing a, and doing something for the sake of it for for doing. You it. could make a Yakatan Shintuku. Did I say that wrong? Didn't I? I said that wrong. Sorry, I was No, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually expecting to say barrel knife, but yeah, either way, it was knife. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he did the barrel knife course with two guys. Next thing I see, like people keep posting bear knife shit, almost felt like a Serbian cleavers. Every other <clears> post <throat> was like a fucking uh, bear knife post. <laughs> Scando cleavers, cleavers, Serbian cleavers, <laughs> nice. Barrel knives Siberian and Serbian cleavers. Thanks, mate. Thanks, yeah. mate. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah, so Sydney Knife Show, that's a pretty big fucking announcement. Get on board with it, people. Get on board with it. Support the knife making industry. Support your friends and your, your potentially your family. Um, just come and have a fucking bash. Just put all, table. Just so, just so everyone knows, but just so everyone knows, it's all ticketing is online this year. There's no ticketing at the door. If you don't have a ticket online, you do not get in the door. So be aware of that when it's coming up. Plan ahead. Buy your tickets online and come along and say good day to everyone. It'll be a good. It'll be 
It you should be. Should it should be a fucking exciting event. <clears throat> Cash and dagger. A lot of the makers are chomping up the best. What's that, man? Andrew Cash Smith's coming. I, I, I <laughs> have we, yeah, have we got accommodation? Every now and then. I, I, I let... Sorry, the, McEwer, the McEwer at Parramatta, I think it is, just up from the event. Are doing a deal for knife makers, and if you mention the knife show, knife Sydney knife show, when you book, you get a better rate than normal. Right, but you've so got to go through. The oh, I'm going to go and book a couple of tables. I'll book a couple of rooms next week. About 160 bucks a night or something for a queen fuck or a it. chair. I'd be assured I'm not driving home. No, fuck no. If if you're a maker, if you're a maker, if you haven't at the table, you haven't exhibited yet, you should come. Why? Because now you can look at the other people's work and judge yourself. If you're a collector, it hasn't been a better year than 2021. Because a lot of makers, including myself and you guys, well, not quite because you only make one knife a year. People are going to bring their A game. Oh, you know, I smashed them. <laughs> and for the other old other fellow makers, man, it's gonna be a fucking great event. Yeah, I, I think that the um, I think that the community as a whole uh, just fucking just waiting for this thing to happen. What we're gonna need though, and this is this is again through the social media avenues. We've we've done our um, research. We've done our. Yeah, we've done our research, we've done our our statistics and all the rest of it, and social media is the biggest draw card that we have for getting people into this. So we need people to share the shit out of the Sydney Knife Show posts, get them out there amongst your friends, get your friends to share them, just go ballistic, because Facebook are against us, as we all know. Facebook are against us, but we need to... Get your help. We need to employ you guys as, as you know, fans of the knife making industry and people in the knife making industry. Get on board and just promote the shit out of it. Andrew Smith, you see me post up several groups in Facebook with all the promo gear. We can't do paid promotions anymore, so we need everyone just to jump on board to those posts and just share them out. Even if you've got a closed group of friends that you just do stuff with on Facebook. Just give it out to those guys and see if we can get one or two of them along to the show. We need as many people doing this. We're looking for a community uh, promotion this year. Get everyone on board with it. And it'll be about it'll be about everyone from everywhere getting to as many shows as possible. So it's not just you Any guys show. coming up from yeah. Adelaide, come to Sydney. Yeah. We'll come down to your show and, and <clears> just <throat> get this shit going again. Um, you know, it's it's just I just can't. Yeah, it's just we've just got to do it. It's got to be done. Oh man, oh man, I love it. That's a big part of life that's been missing is the camaraderie of the shows. And I'm up for travel. I'm up for travel. Fuck yeah, I'll travel. Even if I'm in the old fucking car, I love driving places. I'll get in the car and I'll commute with Corin behind Corin <laughs> till I get to the South Australian border. I'm not going to overtake him and go through first, you fucker. Um, but no, I'll, I'll travel fucking anywhere in Australia to go to a knife show. Absolutely. Yeah. Mert and I did. Mert and I did um, 
We did Perth. That was the last show before lockdown. Fuck yeah, I know. Spewing. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that was great. I did an administrative bungle. I did, had an administrative bungle and booked a course thinking it was the week after the show. <laughs> it wasn't. And they're like, fuck. You know, I'll already yeah. go I, I will say, like, if I had a, if I could only, if I could only do three shows, or if I could only do two shows, Perth will be up there with Blade for me. Yeah, right. Because first of all, it, yeah, first of all, it's still within Australia. Like, look, don't get me wrong, I love Blade, but it's a long way and it's a big travel and all that, and Perth feels like a small Blade. Yeah, but that's only because you got to meet. Who was your basketball friend that you met? Oh, Luke Longley. Luke Longley. You got to give Luke Longley a cuddle and kiss his belly button. He no, doesn't reach that high. Like not many people knew knew who he was. How about the fact <laughs> that Luke Longley did a knife making course with Sean McIntyre? I know. Can you imagine him using the grinder set up for Sean McIntyre. <clears throat> He was probably on his knees, on his knees grinding. <laughs> was Jimmy Barber, was was Jimmy Barber the guy we got pissed with in the bar next to, one of the guys we got pissed with in the bar next to the venue, drinking whiskey? We did a world tour of whiskey. Who was I with that night? Fuck me. We just, I'm, we I'm, drank I'm a lot of whiskey. I'm surprised that you remember that at all, Corin. I remember... I'm surprised you didn't remember that. I remember it. I th- I just I don't know. Maybe it was Jimmy. I don't know. Someone was there. He'll tell me in a sec. Yes, he was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy, it's to you, man. It's cheers. Yeah, stuff, man. Oh, Jimmy. Cheers till the next time I can get over. <laughs> so, Mert, were you there? Mert was there. Jimmy was there. Yep. I don't know who else was there. Bruce Bemish. Oh, yeah. Bruce Bemish. Yeah. Oh, Bruce. Bruce. Oh, we hit it. We got on it that night. It was good. So, fun, fun yeah. times, mate. Narelle's comment. Narelle's comment's very valid. Um, oh, my dad is about that, guys. John, John Butler. I'm at five percent. Oh, so, uh, sorry, man. John Butler comes up to me at the show. I know you. I know you. I've been watching your videos on how to start a fire by rubbing two sticks together. <laughs> Corin Yaka. <laughs> No, so I... John Butler comes to the last of her shows. Yes, with the same shirt that he's been wearing for the last of fucking years. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Settle down. <laughs> so anyway, after the show, I sent him some fire sticks so he could make fiction by fire, and he still hasn't done it. So there you go, because I ask him occasionally, um, which is a cop-out. There you go. John, John, if you're listening to this, make some fucking fire. Stop this prick whinging. Pull your finger out. Pull your finger out. Pull your finger out. Yeah, pull your finger out. Make some so, fucking fire. Fuck, it's no, not no, hard. But he's a, he's a real, together. It's, it's, he's an actual YouTube. Fact, it's an actual fact that John Butler is uh, not only a, a a knife maker, but his father is too, and he's really into... Um, Folding knives. He, he, yeah, and he's really... Yeah, but he's into all sorts. Of, he's into all sorts. Um, but mainly, you know, working bushcraft-style knives, that sort of stuff. There you go. Yeah. Fun fact. Um, and there we go. And <clears throat> Very good. Garlic well, yeah. Mert oh, Stan Stanley. No, we've got one more. One more. Stan Stanley says symposium next year. No, Stan, you're wrong. You're wrong. This year. September. This September year. this year, motherfucker. September this year. 
So, <laughs> so <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. That'll get released. It's already been released, I think, on socials. I've lost track of everything. I don't know. But, but it'll be a get in first in best dressed event. There's only 50 limited places. Numbers, limited numbers. COVID safe. Yes. Um, so <clears throat> whenever it is released, make sure you get on it quick. Follow the symposium page and um, and buy your tickets because I'm pretty sure it'll sell out. And, of course, it's all COVID. It'll dependent. sell out. It'll sell out. Yeah. So there we go. All right, guys. So, yeah, Mert, you're dying. Mert, you got a couple of percent. Yeah. Say your farewells. Sing a song. See what we got to do. Good to see you guys, man. Good to see you, man. Good news. Good to see all the comments, even the piss take ones from that fuckhead Matt. (laughs) Uh, We're back, back, Matt. I love you, man. We're back. (laughs) This is good. I really miss this, guys. I really miss this. Uh, And we will be back, everyone, in a couple of weeks. Hopefully I'll have some knife-making stuff that I've done to show or talk about or whatever. You guys aren't coming up to Brizzy, are you? No. My wife is having knee surgery and they've delayed it. So what was a possibility is now highly unlikely. It's not saying no for certain, but it's highly unlikely, which is a real shame. Real shame, unfortunately. But... All good. Yep. Well, I wish I could play the outro for Timmy because that would be a finish, suitable finish for the evening. But Timmy never even showed up. Um, probably because you he's suck, working, Timmy. He's Get working together, his butt boy. Off his there we go. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. Right up. See you, everyone.